Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Welcome to UWP's NXT 2.0 review. I shall be now named Aaron! Not just Aaron, because I've went all caps, baby. You were all caps last week. Ah, this time we're doing is this, it. It's is this copyrighted. All, all caps, but in bold? Yes. So it's, oh. like, so it's aggressive. E- and it's in italic with a wee squiff as well. <laughs> a wee squiff. <laughs> <laughs> my, my name's Troy. Um, It's just Troy with, with an uppercase T. R-O-Y. Same as usual. Basic bitch. <laughs> Basic bitch. How are you, dearest? All right. Um, we're we're back to our usual after a weekend of all being together. Shenanigans, alcohol, Shenan- blue, blue drink, kebabs, and wrestling. That's what yes. life's about, isn't it? That's <laughs> <laughs> genuinely how the weekend went. That's pretty much it, summed up in about four words. <laughs> Good man. We're, uh, we're here to talk about NXT 2.0, aren't we? Do you want to get us underway? Yeah, baby! I, I don't know why I went Austin Powers there. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. We've got other controversial figures to talk about. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the show starts off with uh, Imperium versus Diamond Mine. Uh, already Big Walter chants before they even make it. Straight away. Straight away. No, no chill from the crowd tonight. No chill. No, no Gunther chance. Sorry. No Gunther chance. They'll, they'll get used to it. I don't know. They'll get used can, to can it. Can you see the crowd going, Gunther, Gunther, Gunther? I mean, when, when I see him live, I'll definitely be shouting that. So that's one. <laughs> that's one person. And if I can be converted, so can the rest of the sheep. Gunther. Gunther. Gunther, Gunther, <laughs> Yavol. Uh, basically, as Diamond Mine come in, Gunther attacks Roderick Strong. A brawl ensues, and then the match starts. Uh, Eichner catches Brutus during the match in a fireman's carry. Big, Strong big as fuck. Strong as fuck. Big heavy boy. Eichner. He is. Also, Brutus has got a fairly brutal-looking haircut this week. I'm not sure what happened. It looked like he's had a fight with a flymo and lost. Because <laughs> that is, that's a hard, he looks like Basil Brush. He's aired it out, mate, that's what it is. He's put it in like one of those air dryer, like things yeah. you cook chips in. It looks awful. <laughs> it must be all that like Florida humidity because, whoo It's getting to him. He needs some product in there ASAP. <laughs> uh, the Creed brothers are looking strong, having the upper hand for a good while. Until Big Gunther comes in and shows that there's only room for one rugged monster in NXT 2.0. That's right. Yeah. And his name's Grayson Waller. Gunther! Strong eventually gets a katsu curry tag. It's sweet with a little kick, uh, but quickly goes down before the break. What, the curry or Roderick Strong? <laughs> well, it doesn't last long, does it? Oh, uh, I, can't, I can't believe you're still continuing on with the curry scale for tags. I'm, I'm amazed, astounded, and also really proud. 
it's a thing now. It's just Katsu stuck. curry tag. Katsu curry tag's got a real ring to it as well. <laughs> uh, after the break, we'll get it right this time. The brothers Creed take charge, but Gunther says piss off again. <laughs> right. There's a lot to take away from that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, who are the brothers Creed? They said it in their own promo. Brothers that, Creed. Is that what they call themselves? Like the yeah. Brothers Grimm? I'm sure it was Bivens in the parking lot like two weeks ago when we went, the Brothers Creed. Oh, uh, great. Right, uh, well, that's them changing it to the Brothers Creed. The but Brothers sec- Creed. Secondly, uh, what was the second part of that? Why is it <laughs> when you say Gunther, it's it's loud? But it's and, all caps. Right. And I've when you say heard... When you say Kenta's name, do you go, Kenta! You just, go Ken, sh- you just go Kenta. That's how it should be said. But, but how do you say it? Kenta! <laughs> do you balls? <laughs> there was oh. something else to take away from what you said, and I don't remember what it is. Uh, Gunther says piss off. Piss off. Piss off. Right. With an E instead of an O. Right. That really right. famous Austrian phrase. Piss, piss off. off. Right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Uh, Strong tries to help, but ultimately gets fucked up, leaving Brutus to get a big boy bash in by Gunther. That's right. That was the end of the match, wasn't it? That finished him. A few takeaways on this. Uh, I thought this was a really good six-man match. Um, Something that WWE don't do that often. Whilst they do six-man matches fairly often, they don't do good six-man matches very often. Imperium are always really good together. And we've seen that for years and years. The Brothers Creed are a great tag team. Roger Strong is great on his own, and he seems to have really good chemistry with those two. Um, I wouldn't be against seeing this six-man tag again at a later date. It was fun. Um, And what I did like is that little exchange at the end between Brutus and Walter. Yep. Sorry, not Walter, Gunther, my bad. Um, But... (laughs) I'd like that little exchange. And I also think that's something that could be revisited because Gunther's great in the ring with anyone, like regardless of size or ability, like always has a good match. Um, But I think him and Brutus could be an interesting singles match later on because both big, big boys. Yeah. Uh, And uh, Creed Brothers. uh, Sorry, Brothers Creed. um, They looked very strong in this match. They got a lot of, Offense in, yeah. They sold a lot of shit as well. Yeah, they looked fantastic. I feel um, like this was a test for them facing Imperium once they win the Dusty Cup to see what they look like going into that match. Because it's for me, like it's almost a dead cert that it's going to be the Creed Brothers that win the Dusty Cup. And it wouldn't surprise me if they dethroned Imperium. I don't know. It might be bleeding and off. He likes. <laughs> Yeah. Will it though? <laughs> Will it? Uh, Will it? I. Before we even get to them, uh, back to the matter at hand, Troy. Um, I was quite shocked that this was opening match. To be honest, I thought this. I mean, like the end of the show. When, when you've got Champa and Bron Breaker. I mean, on the card as well. I've like, got a complaint about that, but okay. we'll get to that. I think yeah. when, when you've got that as a match on the card, this can only go first because you don't want it lost in the shuffle halfway through. 
but it was fun and it was a great opener. So if it isn't going to close and it has to open, yeah, it's it's, it's the same as the, which WrestleMania was it? Was it 36, 37? Where Heyman was just like, well, okay, the women are closing out the show. So if we're not going to close it out, we'll open it. And so it was Brock and Seth in the opening match of Mania. 35. Was it 35? Okay. 35. It's that sort of thing. Obviously, I'm not comparing this week's episode of NXT. WrestleMania. When you've got two matches that you could arguably have as the, the headline of a card, one of them has to go first. Otherwise, it risks getting lost in the shuffle. And so it's a big opener. So it, it, it made sense to me. Uh, speaking of getting lost in the shuffle, it's LA Knight backstage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he whinges and whines before Joe Gacy comes in, speaks shy, compares Harland and Knight as they're similar, apparently. They're very similar. Uh, Knight storms off. Gacy says, what a troubled young man. Now, young man, he's probably got about 20 years on you. Uh, surprisingly, no, Joe Gacy is 34 years old. Fuck he doesn't off. look it, but he is 34 years old. No way. LA Knight's uh, 39, is he? 39. So Damn. still calling him a young man is. Come on. <laughs> That's like me calling you a young man, Troy. I am a young man, Aaron. Oh, uh, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, say something else, dickhead. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. I. <laughs> Um, long and short of it, this was Joe telling Knight that he needs to move on from his feud with Waller. Yeah. And Knight instead just challenging him. It sets up later on, yeah. Yeah, I've got a little bit on that later. Uh, okay, good, because I don't, maybe? Not necessarily I, the I match, but just the kind of the, the general spiel around it. Right, okay. Next up, it's toxic attraction sexually thrusting like dogs in heat season. <laughs> Let's go. Right. A lot of thrusting There's, going on. There is a lot of thrusting going on. Uh, see, I wasn't lying. Uh, we talk about fighting Peroni and Indie Pale Ale. <laughs> do, do you like it? <laughs> could, could have said Pilsner. Pilsner. <laughs> That's the type of like beer lager, isn't it? <laughs> love that. Brilliant. This uh, just it's a pun fest for you, isn't it? I you fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anyone that thinks this is like just me doing a thing for a podcast, I, I, I like a shit pun. It, it's my thing. Love a shit pun. <laughs> I'd shoehorn them in at work, let alone the podcast. Yeah, I, I did I, I did it all weekend with you boys in person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here comes Scary Kaylee Ray with her bat of ragginess, with hair even too red for a Scottish lass, <laughs> demanding a match versus Ma- Mandy. Bat of ragginess. The bat of ragginess. Brilliant. You, uh, a guy in the crowd shouts, she has a waffle bat. A waffle bat. Waffle bat. Waffle bat? Why did I say waffle? A waffle bat. What the fuck is a waffle bat? Uh, then is it not like a game like waffle I'm ball? I'm gonna look it up now, and I yeah, type of uh, I'm sure it's called waffle ball, waffle bat, waffle ball, waffle bat and what, ball. What's waffle ball? Oh, it's, it's it's literally just a bat and ball game by the looks of it. What is it? Come on, try a waffle bat and ball, waffle ball being played in a park, a waffle ball showing 
the perforated half, which allows for easy curvature while pitching. Yeah, it's just like park baseball. So it's literally just baseball, but your ball's just a fucking flyaway ball for the pound shop. Yeah, it's like those cheap like footballs yeah. that you get from the garage that are made out of like fucking helium. Flyaways. As soon, soon right. as you hit them, they go. It's <laughs> like <laughs> kicking a banana. They go all skew whiffy all over the place. Uh, Mandy goes. Well, Kayla Dave starts talking. Mandy goes, boring. Let's talk about me. Kayla Dave goes, you done? I was NXT UK champion for 649 days. Whilst you were slipping on your arse. Scottish last saying arse. Well done. Uh, And sucking Otis's bottom lip off at WrestleMania. That for me was the line of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well done. Uh, Basically, uh, Kayla Ray goes, by the end of tonight, I'll have my title match. As she slaps Mandy and chases everyone off with her wacky bat. Whoop, whoop. Or bat of raginess. Take bat of raginess. Um, mm. It would be nice for Mandy Rose to like cut a different promo every now and again. I know, <laughs> it, it's always the same. It does kind feel. of feel like the same thing. Um, it's just this like persistent need to let everyone know how attractive she is. But what's annoying is that basically her and Grayson Waller basically have the same gimmick. Yeah, it's like it's starting to feel a bit one-dimensional. Like I do yeah. like Toxic Attraction. I like that they brought them together. I like that they put all the belts in them, but it is starting to feel a bit kind of one, like a one-trick pony. Like that's yeah. all they've ever got in their promos. Um, this segment did what it needed to, really. Um Kaylee Ray made it pretty evident why everyone should be behind her to take the belt of Mandy Rose. Whether she will or not, I don't know. Like I want, I want her to just because I want Kaylee Ray with the belt. Yeah. Stop anytime, any day. Whether they will or not, I don't know. Whether they're going to continue this feud on for a bit, maybe. Um, but her kind of running around, Raj with the baseball bat, kind of makes her feel like a big deal. Like. She's all like, even though she's kind of outnumbered, she's always got the upper hand as long as she's swinging that thing about. Yeah. That makes her feel dangerous. Um, but I think, I think, like, I think Kaylee Ray's carrying this feud. She's doing a lot of the heavy lifting, if you like. She's a yeah. more, in, she's a more interesting character at the moment than Mandy Rose is. And certainly as, as someone in ring as well. Um, they're focused too much on like the whole numbers game thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think this could be like someone like Kaylee Ray, who's who's great both, you know, on mic in ring. Um, it should be using this a little bit more, I think, to bring Mandy Rose up to that same level. Otherwise, she's gonna start to feel very stale very quickly, and it already is for me feeling a little bit like that. Yeah, because it is just the same promo every week. It's very one-dimensional. There's not much depth to it. So, yeah, I'm excited for the match though. Like I'm excited for any Kaylee Ray match. To be fair, so yeah. yeah. Uh, next up is Talks of that. Come on, Aaron, you're doing so well. Fuck. <laughs> right, toxic attraction in the car park. Saying Kaylee isn't on Mandy's level. Mandy tries to join the others in the car. But the door's locked. Gay lady rolls down the windy. 
Unlike Johnson born murderer Peter Tobin, Kaylee Ray only kidnaps these women and therefore she's expected to get anywhere between 12 months to 12 years imprisonment per person. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've really done your research on that. On, on <laughs> something pretty bleak as well. Wow. As if you compared her to a serial killer from her hometown. From her hometown. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kaylee, darling, if you're I listening, said, if said, you're listening, said, I'm so I'm sorry. Like- I'm so sorry you've had to listen to this shit. I said, <laughs> unlike Johnson murderer Peter Tobin. See? Oh, Lord. Yeah, right. I said unlike, so <laughs> I didn't compare her to him. I cool. Just, Aye. I said she was the opposite. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned her name in because the same sentence. He he didn't kidnap the people, Troy. He forced them to like go into his house. See, right. there's, there's a difference. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, but see, unlike Peter Tobin. Right. But don't call me out like that. <laughs> I don't need to call you out, mate. You do a good enough job on your own. <laughs> uh, next up, it's Cora, 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 the skateboarder. Cora, 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 Cora. Brilliant. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed that one, mate. I was Dora the Explorer, but Cora. Is that the, what it was? Cora the Skateboarder. <laughs> I thought I recognised the tune. I didn't realise it was Dora the fucking Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Cora the Skateboarder. Come on. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> uh, she's doing an interview. She basically goes, I want her to beat me up so I can roll her up and she bees my partner for the Dusty Cup. Aye. Uh, aye. Uh, this has been going on for a number of weeks now, hasn't it? Sadly. Like Cora trying to kind of prove her worth to Gonzalez. Gonzalez having nay of it. She's like, nah, sorry, Hen, to know from me. Right. I'm going to throw her under the bus even more. Are you? She's had her yeah. hair done. Have you noticed that? Riveting. Yeah, that's that's her hairdo ready for main roster. It's out as four. Before. I don't keep it main roster wants that. What do you mean it doesn't want that? <laughs> they needed of a big lass. Oh, well, I thought you were still on about Cora. No, I, not Cora. Cora's in NXT. No, 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 no. Miguel Gonzalez. No, they need another horse lady now that they, Naya's gone. They need a horse lady for a main event. Wow. <laughs> They've got Tamina for that. Eh. <laughs> uh, so Cora Jade's been learning how to stand on a skateboard, but we didn't actually see her push herself with her foot on the skateboard. So I reckon somebody pushed her because she someone's came pushed deep her. in that yeah. entranceway. <laughs> she stood on there and someone's like, right, are you ready? Three, two, two one. one. <laughs> that or it's attached to a bit of string underneath and someone from underneath the ring has yanked it forward down the ramp. Because Either way, she's she's not pushed that herself. She doesn't continue like with it, pushing it herself. She, as soon as it stops, she stops and picks it up. You'd think for someone that's got now, I don't know, maybe maybe she's used to having a big like a regular size skateboard. But equally, like if if you're a skateboarder, then, then why can't you skate? 
Like, it's evident she can't handle that thing. I mean, Dora the Explorer was now a very good <clears throat> explorer, but she was an explorer. Yeah, but what, Dora still got about the world, didn't she? She explored <laughs> shit. Like, at least she did what was part of her shtick. Like, Cora J just runs about with, like, a fucking Fisher-Price half-size skateboard that she can barely stand on. Holds it really awkwardly. Ah, oh, just get rid of the skateboard. I'm all right with her. Just get rid of the skateboard. It seems like too much baggage. I'm not going to get hung up on this. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Raquel without her big mommy cool bike. She's not got it this week. She doesn't have it every week. Oh, she's had it for like the past three weeks, right? Nah. Aye. Not in the arena. They can't fit it in. Uh, she comes out for that weird corner bit at the... Oh, she house. does, doesn't she? Uh, yeah. The novelty's worn off for me. Just stop uh, it. Uh, yeah, well, apparently it is stopped. Good. <laughs> Good. They've obviously uh, been listening to me. Match starts. Raquel set, uh, no sells the e girl enthusiast's moves. E girl enthusiast. She's an e girl, eh? What do you mean, an e girl? Like esports. Sake, Troy. Like esports. Like a gamer. No, no. <laughs> Have you ever heard of e boys? No, I haven't heard of e boys. No, e- what oh, is gosh. This? oh, gosh, Troy. I don't know what I went on. Oh, gosh. I, oh, gosh. Oh, oh, dear. Are you riddling your girlfriend's computer with viruses? Now? Oh, gosh. Oh, let, let's not go on that fucking. If you're going to do anything like that, do it in incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> the term e girls and e boys are slang terms for young women and men, respectively, who are active internet users, often stereotyped as emo styled anime and gaming fans trying to get attention on social media. That is fucking nonsense. Who comes up with that shit? She's an e girl. <laughs> so hang on. The definition of an e girl or an e boy is someone that uses the internet. Emo styled anime. And what do you mean emo styled? What? <laughs> Who comes up with this crap? Ah, oh, she's got a fringe. She's a bit alternative. Oh, she's an ego. <laughs> no, she's just someone with a hair I mean, that uses mate, the internet. I am going to send you a photo, right? I don't want you to send of me that, any photos. Of that site that I just went on. Oh, Christ. And... <laughs> is this going to go on the Discord for people and where you go, like, the, this is the context of the episode? This is the con- context. <laughs> context, but out of context. Exactly, right. This is the fucking weird fucking thing that I put on. Right, are you ready? Oh, what are you doing? Are you sending Mr. Ryan a message? I'm saying I'm saying that on the group chat so even the boys can see and go like, uh, what the fuck? Jesus like, Christ. There you go. Oh, it's, it's, I don't know what's going on. There you oh, go, my Troy. fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> what the actual That was the first thing that popped up. <laughs> Oh, right. For those for those listening that are wondering what the fuck's going on, don't worry. You'll be able to see it on our Discord if you remember that. And if you're Discord, not, join our Discord, which is Untitled Respod. Yeah, Discord, and it'll be under our Twitter thing. I'll put it on after the, the episode's up. There you there go. There you go. Anyway, go on. Oh, match. Right, where are we? Too much e-girl talk. Eh. Uh, Typical underdog Cora things happen in this match. She gets beaten by a big lass. Some people pay for that sort of content. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> this match has barely started. We've been on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> no one's hit anyone yet. <laughs> 
Cora Jade gets the Black Widow submission in, but we don't see it because the screen constantly flashes black. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah, it was I like didn't know if it was just my or connection or yeah, I don't know. I thought it was an incoming Malachi Black. <laughs> they come and spooky kick everyone in the head. Could I kick Cora Jade need? <laughs> come on. Cora gets caught in a, a Chikota, Chikita, Chikora, Ch- Picora, Chicken Picora bomb. Chicken Picora bomb. <laughs> <laughs> loses, but Raquel says, fuck it, no one else wants me to be their partner, so you can have me, even though I kicked. And no, no words came out there last, I said. So, uh, oh, mate, you're having a torrid time, aren't you? <laughs> What a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just traditional, like classic underdog rookie fighting with all of her heart and all of her might to prove that she could. What, what was that? What was that, Troy? All heart. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> all fart. All um, heart, Blake Christensen. Right? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Too busy doing cutters for people jumping off balconies. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just classic kind of underdog rookie fighting to prove her her worth against a veteran. Um, it was all right. Like, we're starting to see a bit more of what Cora J can do. I'm still not really invested, um, but she's still learning. She's still green, and they've they've got to be sensible with how they use her. Um, and just playing her kind of bit by bit, not exposing her too much, like that she's still kind of fresh. Um, but it's it's cool to see her kind of slowly evolve over the weeks and months. Yep. Uh, I'm... Oh, yeah, we're getting Jade and Gonzalez, aren't we? In the yeah. Classic. Yeah, they're a team now after the handshake. Everything. Uh, they're going to fucking win it, aren't they? Oh. They are. They are. And that's that's how they'll send Gonzalez up as a two-time Dusty Classic champion. What's the point in the women's Dusty Classic? I don't know. What's actually the point in it? I mean, I suppose it establishes some new tag teams. It builds the it builds what is still a relatively fresh tag division in NXT for the women. It puts more spotlight on women's tag team wrestling. It gives people that they've just signed or developmental and whatnot, a bit of a chance to get some TV time where they normally wouldn't. There are some, there are pros to it. Like the division isn't big enough to kind of have a full on tournament. I mean, even the men's tournament isn't like a big sort of tag team. Like it's nothing like the fucking, um, what's it called? What's the tag team tournament they do in new Japan (coughs) world tag league. Yeah, like it's not to that extent, <coughs> but I mean, there's so many factions in New Japan. You get about fucking six tag teams out of each faction. Um, I, I mean, saying that they still had to make up a few teams to get twenty teams in New Japan. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, there just there just isn't enough tag team. Like, do you know what I think would be really, really good? Here's here's an idea. Here's an what? idea. Do the Dusty Cup. I do the Dusty Cup, like they do. The Royal Rumble, not the Royal Rumble, but how the winner of it gets to choose any champion of their choice. So you have teams from NXT, you have teams on SmackDown, you have teams from Raw, 
and all of them compete. That's how you pad out the tournament with yeah. more than like a fucking eight teams. Eight are, teams think, where your first match is a quarter final. Yeah, exactly. Y- yes, exactly. technically it is, but it's not. It's your yeah. first round match. So they, they use the Dusty Cup to give someone a number one contender. So they could do that to, if they've got a team, say, in NXT, where it's obvious they're going to go up to the main roster and they really want to push them to the moon. Say, for example, the Creed Brothers. Give the Creed Brothers the Dusty Cup win. Get to challenge for whatever belts they want. They shock everyone and go, we want to challenge for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Yeah. There you go. Elevated straight away. Like, they're on there. Like, I think that would be a better use of the Dusty Cup. Like, it was good when it first started out. And it put together some really cool teams. And there were already quite a few established teams in NXT. But it doesn't feel like there's quite as many now. It doesn't feel like it has the same impact for me as it once did. And I still like it because it still puts a spotlight on tag team wrestling, which is something that WWE don't do too much. But I think they could go one step further. I think they could introduce teams from both Raw and SmackDown and do this on the women's side as well. Again, like just bolster up the division, give everyone a chance. They still need to unify the women's tag belts, in my opinion. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But yeah, that's my idea for for the Dusty Cup. Uh, what was we're still in uh, Cora Jade. Um, so the very first sentence that calls up the definition or like how you would say an eager. Oh, we're sentence. still on this. Cool. Right, right. The earliest description is from 2009, where you go, call her an eager because she's always after the D. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake! It's terrible. Who writes this shit? <laughs> right. Next up uh, is Peter England challenging Tony Chicago to a cage match. You laugh like his real name is Peter England, I think. It is Peter England. It is Peter England. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He challenges Tony Chicago to a cage match where it all started. Technically, it's war games, but I don't I mean, they could have a one-on-one war games match. I'm not sure how that would work, but yeah, cool. Don't worry about it. (laughs) It's like a life situation. You get like three lives. <laughs> I think Pete Dunn's winning this. You think Pete Dunn's winning? Yeah. Uh, I, if Dunn stays in NXT, sure. I think they might keep him in NXT. I mean, he's young enough to stay there. He is. I don't think he's done everything he can do in NXT. Oh, well, he's never I won think, NXT I title. He, huh? He's never won any of the titles. He has. He was tag team champion with Riddle. Mm-hmm. They won the Dusty Cup, didn't they? Yeah, and then they won the tag team championship. <clears throat> Bros are weights and all that. Yeah, man. I I think he's deserving of at least a North American championship. Or thing is, I, I'd say given the NXT championship and allow him to have like a solid run, like he did with the UK championship. But they won't keep about on someone that long. But yeah. I think he's definitely deserving of a run with the NXT title. I really do. Uh, yeah. Uh, I to be fair, I'm quite. There's been there's been a lot of build up to this. They've feud. kept this going. They've like, kept it going. It works longer than they have most feuds. Like when we thought it was done yeah. and dusted and blown off, they brought him back last week. I I, I said before about uh, these two. Like they've not been in the arena every week. It's just been like a promo. Yeah. Sometimes never too and long it either. works. Like, yeah. yeah, like they're never too long. They never overstay their welcome, which yeah. 
is a rare thing in WWE when it comes to vignettes or promos or whatever. It tends That's... to go on a hell of a lot longer than they should do. They've done all right with this. Uh, next up, <coughs> Soka Sarai. Soka Sarai. Yes, look away. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, uh, she hits a promo about being a schoolgirl again. Uh, neck, grandma's necklace and all. Uh, she goes into the smoke. Um, and then... She goes in to- dressed as a schoolgirl. Yeah. <laughs> which is, like, weird. Like, I, I still don't get... The whole fascination with like schoolgirl outfits, like it's a big thing in Japan. But I find all, it very odd. They all say senpai and don't care what they say. All the, all the older guys in the animes go, Nani, Nani, Nani. Ah, so she walks in. It's this is like stars in her eyes <laughs> tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be. The warrior of the sun. <laughs> oh, mate. The thing, yeah. why is the pendant glowing? What the uh, fuck? <laughs> Where did they get that power land? Because she, she is going because she went into the heavens above, seen her grandma, went, I'm putting you in a ball and go, and that's actually her grandma trying to get out the necklace. The necklace that's what it is. There you go. It's. It's like when a Pokeball like jumps because it's trying to escape. Oh go. god. <laughs> I was gonna make some sort of Pokemon reference to it, but you've you've done it well enough. I've there. already done it for <laughs> Are we gonna get this every week? Is it gonna be her walking to the ring into smoke? Shot at a slightly different angle. I quite enjoyed it. Troy, you wanted a woman with character. You wanted a Japanese this isn't a woman char- with character. This isn't a character, is it? He goes, uwu, senpai, and... Kawaii. Uh, kawaii. Uwai, uwu, senpai, <laughs> kawaii. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Nani! Nani! Don't, we'll get done for cultural appropriation or whatever it's called. I don't know. This, yeah, this, I just find it a bit odd. I want characters, but... Her doing stars in her eyes dressed as a schoolgirl coming out dressed as fucking fucking Power Ranger is not the one. Sun Ranger, go! Warrior of the Sun, power up! <laughs> Fuck off. Sere uh, versus Kayla Inley uh, at Rhymes. Uh, match starts, it's an arm lock off. Because that's what we want. Arm Yay! Uh, the commentary pops for double arm takedowns during the match. Because I've never seen them before, but it's fine. Uh, Sarai <laughs> S- hits a sunray drop kick, then Saito, su- Sai- yeah. Saito suplex for the win. Uh, spoiler, she's not the only one that hits a Saito suplex. Like, that's, I'm pretty sure... Uh, Japanese Car- wrestler or Carrying Cross's Asian old finisher. wrestler, sorry. Carrying Cross's old finisher was the Saito, wasn't it? Yep. We don't talk about him. Though. She's not the only Asian woman in the show that hits a Saito suplex. Who else does? Uh, Wendy Chu later on. Uh, oh, she does, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sleepy mm. Wendy Chu. Sleepy Wendy Chu. I've got something to say about her later. 
Well, okay. Um, it's good. Are, it's good. Are, we, are we done with um, Stars in Our Eyes? Star- <laughs> stars in Sarai's. You know it. Um, they need to be really, really careful about falling into stereotypes. Well, like we just did. <laughs> yeah, but they're making money off it. Uh, we fell into the anime. We done anime things, Troy. That's what it was. This, oh, this is just... Uh, I'm not into it. I wasn't into Saray when she first came in. I'm not really into her now. Well, She uh, looks a little... Like she looks a little more kind of crisper, like finished, like in the ring. I think she was still finding her feet when she first rocked up. That's not to take away from anything she's done before WWE. Yeah. But as always, there is a very clear WWE style. I think it looks like she's fallen into that a little bit more. Um, and once she starts to get a bit more comfortable with that, I imagine they're gonna start to push her a bit more in the division. But as I say, they need to be careful with these stereotypes because uh, Bruce Pritchard knows what he wants. It just, <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to reserve any comment. About <laughs> no, Nani, Nani, Nani. Um, next oh. up, <laughs> <laughs> right? I can't do that anymore. Uh, next up is Duke Fudson. Um, in a promo. He says it, it didn't matter who he attacked. He just needed an opportunity, so he attacked someone. Needed an opportunity when he found to, it. to cut his own hair. Yeah, cool. and funnily enough, his hair grew to a normal length after a whole month or however long it was. But he got shaved off. I think he looks better with short hair anyway. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. Well. Cool, Duke Fudson does things. Yep. Next up, now I've got a nickname for Braun Breaker that's not been used yet. I'll go on. All right. Big Bad Booty Breaker. Big Bad Booty Breaker. <laughs> nice. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Dummy. Uh, <laughs> dummy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, breaker and Champ are backstage. Uh, they, they talk about tonight and stuff, but there was one line that was just snuck in there. I don't know if you caught it, but uh, Champa says to Braun Breaker, I want to make sure you stay NXT champion. Yeah. Oh. He kept eyeing it up. He's oh. absolutely having another match against him for that belt. I guarantee it within the next... I'm going to say within, like before Mania, he's having another match. I assume there's going to be a NXT Mania weekend. There's a stand and deliver on night one of Mania. It's almost like a pre-show. They're putting it on before Mania starts. So they are, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they'll probably do it then. Yeah, he's absolutely getting another shot at that belt. Yeah. He was eyeing it up way too much and leaving that like the way he delivered that line. And I would not be against seeing Champa and Breaker again. I mean, we've enjoyed it every time we see it. Yeah. So. Never a bad match. Uh, next up is Cara Mac Hayes and Hot Tricklet. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, Troy? I took a sip of my drink as you said that. So I was trying to stifle the laughter so I didn't cover the monitor and microphone and drink. 
<laughs> Caramac Hayes. And Hot Tricklet. <laughs> Sexual Tricklet. Sexual Tricklet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. they, they speak a lot of nonsense. A couple of things that are said. Uh, stop playing poker in my locker room. Surely she's got a name, Troy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's Ollie Jay because apparently Carmela oh. Hayes is tapping her. He's getting harder in the gym and spending time with Ollie Jay. Uh, Disgusting. Should he not be spending time in the gym and getting harder with Ollie Jay? Wow. <laughs> you are Mate. the worst. Oh, uh, Cameron Grimes appears after all that. A wild Cameron Grimes. A wild Cameron Grimes. Tricklet calls Grimes slimy. He goes, I'm not slimy, I'm grimy. Grimes says they look like Sponge, SpongeBob's house and Squidward. Yeah. Yeah, loads. SpongeBob references everywhere, all over not the place. E- they weren't good ones, though. I mean, some are better than none, no? Well, uh, 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 maybe. <laughs> How often do we hear a SpongeBob reference? We to don't, be honest? but that's why I popped for it. Yeah, uh, it's fair. <laughs> uh, Trick, Trick at some point talks so fast that he sounds like Aku Aku. Ooga booga. Ooga booga. Yeah, he, he chats pup for yeah. about what? 90% of his promos. It's literally all this for a go. We're colliding at Vengeance Day. Yeah, that's that's the longest that's, short of it. That is literally what is. The, the whole thing was a bit awkward, if I'm honest. And this is the second week that Mello and uh, Trick have had really awkward promo segments. Because the one the other week with Escobar was really fucking awkward. Yeah. Um. Which is weird because they're both well. Carmelo certainly is is really good on the mic. He's a good good man on the stick, good promo. But yeah, this it felt Trick. a bit odd, a bit awkward. Tricklet should never be the main man in the promo. Nah, like he spoke way more than Hayes. Then yeah. that shouldn't be the case. It should be the other way about always. I get that you could be oh Hayes is being lackadaisical mm. because he's the A champ. He's arrogant, but. I think this whole angle needs it needs a bit more weight behind it. Like there's not really much story no. in this. Like just yeah, I just I don't really get what it is. Like Grimes won a number one contenders match and they're trying to sort of eke out a story from it. Like I'd rather them just not do it. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'd rather just see, like, a couple of, like, pre-shot vignettes for both of them. Yeah. Rather than, like, awkwardly try and make them cut promos against each other, because there's just no story there for me. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I'm I, not feeling it myself either, no. this match. I'm not looking forward to it. It doesn't bother me. Which is a shame, because both of them are really good. Yeah. In my opinion, I think both of them are great. But just, yeah, it's one of those things where I think the match will, the match will surprise us because the build-up's been a bit poo. Yeah. So because you're not invested in it because the build-up wasn't great, your expectancy for the match is low. 
And I think they'll have a really good match, but it's a shame that we have to go into it with such a low expectancy because everything building up to it has been a bit drivel. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I can't argue with that. <clears throat> Next up is uh, Idris Anofer Malik Blade on team names. Uh, they speak a lot of poop. The last one they come out with is Anofer goes, Team BB. Uh, and they quickly go, whoa, whoa, whoa. He was actually going to say black, wasn't he? He was going to be BBC. BBC. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to say black. Big black. Big, big black. Big. Phallus. Big black. <laughs> big black Willie. Willie. <laughs> yeah. I, but a BMW. This, this, was, <laughs> this was cheesy. This was fucking awkward. It was awful. Mandy falls on top of Blade. Blade gets a boner because a woman touched him. Fucking virgin. Fuck me. What is this? The in-betweeners? <laughs> fucking oh, hell. Have you ever watched American in-betweeners? No, I have oh, not. Mate, it is awful. Is um, it like this? Jay is literal, literally dating a child. Oh, God. And they reference it and they speak about it like... And he's constantly going, oh, I'm going to make love to her, the child. Right, this sounds oh, fucking... I'm not watching that. It is wrong. <laughs> Fuck me. Also, this... Well, this was just shit. I don't yeah. like this whole, ah, oh, we need to come up with a name. Like, I pretend like you're going to be continue to be a tag team after the Dusty Cup. I mean, they probably will because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Street Profits 2.0. Yeah, I uh, quickly moving on, I had enough of that boner talk. Uh, Diamond Mine want tag gold. Do, do they? Aye, aye, they do. Bevan states that they want tag gold. Uh, GYV shows up. They talk about getting to the finals easily because not winning it because they have to emphasize on getting to the finals. Did you get it, Troy? Because they've been to the finals twice so that. It's not about winning, it's getting to the finals a third time. Yeah, that's that's what it is for them, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's oh, we don't need to win. Just getting to the final will do for again. us. Again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I don't understand why no, they're not getting to the final this time now. Definitely. No. Shouldn't do. I don't get why you'd put them in the finals twice and not have them win it at least once. Like they clearly see something in them to put them in the final twice. Or do they? Or is it just that they're a capable set of hands? I don't know. It's disappointing because I think they're awesome. Yeah. And if, if you've got nothing for them, and I do I say this about a lot of people, NXT UK. What if Gibson and Drake are like settled in America? No. Yeah. Maybe that's the issue. What, Maybe, what yeah. I don't know. I just think they're... Like, they were being wasted for, like, a good couple of months before the Dusty Cup came about. There yeah. were those silly segments where they were like, oh, stealing from me nan. Oh, we're stealing from fucking people on the street so we can buy some chicken. And it was Look, nan, we won weird. the tag titles. Yeah. yeah. They were in nonsense segments like that for ages when they could have had them on TV wrestling. But instead, they kept them off. And we're now supposed to take them as kind of, like, a big deal will take them seriously. And you've had them doing nonsense for a bit. Like Jacket time are more serious than them. And that says something. That says something. Yeah, it is a bit disappointing because they are, they're one of my favourite tag teams, but I just think they've kind of been treated a bit 
poorly over the last few months. Yeah. Uh, next up is Lanite versus Joseph of the Gacy. Uh, the match starts. Knight gets a flurry, but Gacy takes charge after hitting Knight's hand off the buck head off the buckle, not the hand. Uh, Gacy goes for the leg because that's his game plan. Gacy throws Knight out the ring. Uh, massive man appears. I forgot his name. So um, fuck, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Sanga. Sanga. Sanga appears. Um, stares at Knight and then. Fucking digery dickhead. Here we go. <laughs> that was a terrible didgeridoo impression. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cut that bit out and drop in a dig- an actual- and drop in an actual didgeridoo soundtrack. Uh, digery dickhead himself with his funny cutter. Uh, funny cutter. His funny cutter. <laughs> it's like a sort of gamble leaping cutter. Oh, uh, I don't like it. Why? I- I, I don't know. Is it because you don't like him generally? Probably. Right. Cunt. <laughs> dickhead. Didgeri-dickhead. Oh, Didgeri-dickhead, am I right? Um, uh, this, was, this wasn't really a match, was it? This was just to fuel the angle a bit more between Knight and Waller. It's clearly yeah. a really important feud for the brand. When we get it, I feel like it's going to be quite big. Like They're keeping them apart as much as they can. Um, and another instance of that is Knight is now going to face Sanger next week. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he's like in ring. Yeah. Um, and also I think I don't think the loss really hurts Knight too much because of how it happened. I think Joe Gacy needs to continue a bit of a winning momentum to stay relevant, to stay in any kind of kind of yeah relevancy basically. Um, and although he kind of got it in a shitbag way, a win's a win. It still goes down on the record as a win, I guess. Um, sort of still looks strong with the main game. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, but yeah, as I say, this was more feeding into an angle rather than a match itself. Um, I'm excited for Knight versus Waller when we get it. They do feel like they're putting quite a bit of emphasis on this. Again, something like they, they do feel like, I want to say slow build. They slow built this when it comes to WWE standards of slow building. Yeah. Not like any other promotion where this would be months and months and months. Like, but this has still been three, four weeks of build. Yeah. Which by their standards, I, I don't think is that bad at all. And they did the same with Waller and Styles, didn't they? They built that for a good amount of time. This then kind of fed into that, interlocked into that, and it's continued on. So I think it'll be good when they get it. When when we get it eventually. When, when we get it, yeah. Uh, Waller gets a night space. Uh, Knight gets him, but uh, uh, a rare, a rare, a rare thing happened, Troy, where a big man hits a choke slam. Well, damn! Wow, like that's fucking rare. You'd never <laughs> see that in wrestling ever, nope. uh, ever. Uh, and uh, as we've already said, it continues the storyline for next week. So fair enough. Next up is Robert Stone and the Great Waggly. <laughs> great Waggly. Great Waggly. It's like Great Cali, but waggier. The Wag Show. The Wag Show. <laughs> the world's strongest Vaughn. Just, just 
Just Hoss names. Uh, <laughs> Big Daddy Wagner. <laughs> Big Daddy V, isn't it? <laughs> uh, the chat put basically say Stone is going to pay all the fines no matter what happens. Uh, there's one line that he says where he's going to be a universal slash WWE champion. Robert Stone, your arse is at your windy, pal. <laughs> right. For those that don't know, what does that phrase mean? You're chatting poop. You're chatting poop. Your, your arse, arse is at your windy. Your arse is at your windy. Because <laughs> your arse, if you'd speak to somebody out in the street through your window, it's your arse that's speaking to them. Because you're chatting <laughs> shit. Right. There you go. Your Dull. arse is at your windy. Brilliant. There you go. <laughs> uh, come back next week for some Scottish talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I guess it's kind of cool to see Robert Stone being a little bit more serious. Von Wagner definitely needed a manager or a mouthpiece. I said this a few weeks ago when it looked like Tuesday. we're going to get this pairing. Come Tuesday. Um, yeah, is what it is. We'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, next up, Amari Miller versus Wendy Chu. Uh, backstage, Stratton, Tiffany Stratton, that is, says if Amari beats... Uh, Wendy, she'll take her shopping because stereotypes, every girl loves shopping, people. <sighs> Bullshit. Stereotypes. It's fine. It's fine. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Chu's music is weird. It is a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what's I, going on. I don't there. know what to make of it. <laughs> I feel like I've taken Magic Mushies and that's the soundtrack to it. <laughs> <laughs> soundtrack to your acid trip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the match starts. Wendy Chu just chug- chuggles. Oh, Aaron, what is chuggles? Chug- what is chuggles? What's chuggles, pal? What's chuggles? When was the last time you chuggled? <laughs> chuggle, chuggle vision, chuggle vision. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, that's the chuckle vision soundtrack. Right, soundtrack, all right. score, song, theme all tune. Right. To me, to you, I, 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 I. Wasn't the third Chuckle Brother like a bad man? I don't know. I'm, um, I'm not going to look it up. It, it's usually whoever the kind of guy that was always like the security guard in the museum or the main guy that they would always get like right in front of. And cool. That, that's the actual third Chuckle Brother. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Fucking fun fact. Yeah, so, so yeah, there you go. Tune in next week for more of them. Uh, there's a nice back and forth in between the start and the end of the match, like in between, it's quite yeah. promising. Uh, a, a vicious side side toe suplex by Wendy Chu. None you, none you. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying yeah. that now. Thanks. <laughs> uh, moving on, Tiffany Stratton appears. Uh, Costing Amari Miller the match essentially. Um, I I can't remember the finish of this match. Apparently, um, at the end of the match, uh, Stratton cries cries more when Wendy Chu ends up with Bruce Pritchard's. I mean, Daddy's card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, it's... the 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 match was all right. Like. Amari Miller felt like a bit of an afterthought in this. Again, something more to fuel a feud rather than a match itself. Um, I, as I, I say, I thought the 
between the start and the end, it was quite back and forth and fast. The match, pace yeah, she had was... a solid. I think she looked good in the match. She had a solid, solid. Both show. of them looked very good. Eh? Yeah, I, I really like Wendy Chu. <laughs> Do like, you like Wendy Chu? I, I just think it's such a daft character, but it's hilarious. <laughs> and I know a lot of people will shit on it and just go, "What the fuck is this?" But then, fucking Orange Cassidy, a guy that can't be asked to wrestle, that turns up in double denim and wrestles with his hands in his pockets. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, there's that on the other side, and people are shit over someone who's got a gimmick where yeah. they just sort of sleep all the time. Also, why her finisher isn't the go to sleep, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or the million dollar dream, which I actually think she did try to lock in at some point in this match. But if her if her finisher isn't some sort of variation of like a sleeper, then oh. I, I don't know what to tell you. But I love the fact she wrestles in a onesie. I love the fact that half of her offense is her just lying down. Like there's a bit where she got uh, Miller in like a leg lock and then just used her leg as like a pillow and fell to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean she wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, like it's it's <laughs> it's stupid fun. Like I do enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just continuing Stratton and Wendy too. It seems which Stratton showing promise of sorts. So. It, should be all right in the future uh, when we get to it. Next up, Persia Pony gets moist staring at photos of someone on her phone. Oh, dear. It's Hudson's Instagram. It's not, is it? Uh, I thought it was Grayson Waller. Uh, was it not Hudson? I, I thought, thought it was, it was Waller. Hudson. No, I'm sure she says Duke Hudson. Oh, well, it's one of the Australians. I, I'm there's, sure there's a Duke lot Hudson. of them now in NXT. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking once one appears, they all appear. <laughs> like a locust plague. <laughs> shout, out, what, shout out to our, our one listener in Australia. <laughs> this is why I voted out the year. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you didn't even vote for your independence from England, though, did you? Dick? <laughs> 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 Right, aye, she gets moist. Uh, Brooks Jensen appears in relationship advice because he talks too much. Uh, when, when I, um, Indy basically goes, I've got one bit of advice for you. When a guy talks too much, it's a turn off. Just watch. This and is so funny. She, she shouts Loomis, stares at Loomis. She gets moist and goes, let's go to the hot tub. It's 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 Loomis's look as he turn round, turns around to look at Jensen and just stares him out as he walks <laughs> off. And also well, when Persia asked for his opinion on Hudson or, or Waller, whoever it was, and he just gives the thumbs down, like yeah, he still get he, he still needs to be used a lot more than he is. And as as amusing as I found the whole indie and Loomis storyline when they were part of the way and everything. That's kind of done and dusted now. Loomis and doesn't it, need to just be Indy's no, husband. No, and every now and again, having these little segments is amusing. That's fine. Don't make them too often. Let's not forget that Dexter Loomis is a really, really good wrestler, a really good character, even without uh, Indy Hartwell. And yeah. just get get him back in the ring in some regularity because I remember last year when we were talking about our end of year predictions, I had Dexter Loomis as North American champion. And at yeah. one point I thought he was getting close to that picture and they were starting to use him a bit more and felt like a threat. 
And then they started to give a bit more of this kind of like comical kind of gimmick to him, which is all right, because he doesn't have to say anything either. Yeah. So I think I think him not saying anything protects him a little bit when he's put in some of these slightly kind of more comedic angles. But it does need to get to a point where they just go start treating him like yeah, like the killer he is. Like I remember like when he was all straight laced a couple of years ago and it was really, really compelling. And that's kind of gone now. So I'd like to get back to that sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, all of all of the stuff he said, I don't know. I can't believe uh, I've done this. Uh, next up, we have our main event. Right. Now. Yes. 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 What happened to Andre Trace against Draco Anthony? Because that was meant to oh, be on the show. I was going to go, what happened to it being a three-on-two with all three members of Legado? It was never a three. Oh, no, it was a three-on-two. It was, wasn't it? It was a three-on-two. Yeah, because he said the week, and we even took the piss where he's like, oh, those numbers sound good to me. You're like, yeah, but it's a handicap. Yeah. So maybe they listen. Maybe they listened to us and went, "Yeah, I should probably get two on two. Proof that WWE listens to us. Thank you. Thanks. I'd be, I'd be pretty scared if WWE listened to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared for anyone that listens to us, um, <laughs> or rather, you specifically. Um, yeah, Andre Chase and Draco Anthony. I keep wanting to call him Draco Malfoy, and it's not. It's Draco Anthony. <laughs> this was meant to be on the show because I was. I was typing up my notes as I was watching it, and I was like, oh, let me just check Bleacher Report to see if there's anything I've missed out. Yeah. And it had the rundown of each match, and this was before the main event. I was like, but this wasn't on when I watched it. It wasn't on main either. And I kept going back and rewatching, I was, it's not on here. No. So I'm not really too sure what happened there. Fuck knows. Very odd. Anyway, yeah. main event time. Main event of the two-on-two match, not the three-on-two that we were promised. That's right. Uh, Champa and Wild have a back-and-forth to begin. Wrestling and dance moves back-and-forth. Uh, because we got Macarena from got Macarena for the boys. Champa, well right. happy with that. Uh, Breaker gets tagged in, does the good graps. Uh, they hit joint suplexes, Champa and Breaker. They do the uh, double slap on the back. Yeah, to then the double slap going into the break. Escobar takes out Breaker outside the ring to give Legado advantage. Champa gets a hooker in on a period tag, as it's all right, but he don't take long in tagging Breaker back in. I can't believe you... Wow! Hey, hey, it's the heat scale, mate. Come on. That's not a curry, though, is it? (laughs) Mate, neither fucking... What was other... What was it we used last week? I don't care what you said last week. Your other one, this, your other one this evening was a curry reference. <laughs> what happened, mate? We've had knickknacks and uh, flaming hot monster munch. I mean, at least, at least their food. Uh, I mean, technically, I think I could be food. Oh my god, I can't believe <laughs> I. Oh, you are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, Champa's hot tag doesn't last very long. Nice. Um, 
Did you see that massive boot that Wilde gave to Breaker in the face? Did you write that down? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, they showed a slow-mo of it. Like, he caught him plush in the cheek. Like a proper wallop. Yeah, man. But it's all right, because Breaker's got a massive head. Massive head. It's like a bulldog. Uh, Big bad booty breaker. Big bad booty breaker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Basically, Champa pushes Wild just shockingly just out of nowhere through the announce table yeah, at the man. end of the match as Braun hits Mendoza with the they've not gave it a, a name yet so up and down no no, no side no to side Breaker needs something special right the dog pus press for the win the, the... <laughs> <laughs> right for anyone outside of Scotland pus is face yes it? Yes, right. so dog pus press. What's wrong with that? Can you not just call it the dog face press? That's not got the same ring to it, and you I mean... know it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about the gremlin slam? The gremlin slam. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Uh, this it has his finisher for the win. Yeah, this is all right. This is cool. Um. It feels like Champa and Breaker are becoming kind of Champa and Gargano. Yeah. Like that's how they're, they're kind of making it like this, oh, busy mates thing, and Champa's eventually going to turn on him. Like, I feel like they're going to almost rewrite that, not rewrite it, but go down that same thing. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Um, it was a good tag match. I enjoyed it. Um, Legado always looked impressive in, in tag matches. Um it was obvious he was going to win. Yeah. But still fun. Um, the thing that intrigues me more about this is Champa being the kind of protector of Breaker and his belt and how that's going to play out. Because as we said earlier, there's definitely feels like there's going to be another match that comes of this. Yeah. Uh, and if Champa's going to go to main roster, which again feels like a certainty... I don't think they've got long to play out whatever they're going to do with this story. He is a main roster. He's a main event, pal. Come on. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, yeah, that was a solid main event. Um, what were your highs and lows, darling? Whoa, whoa. We're not finished yet. Are we now? No. Oh, far man, of course. Yeah. Man, man day runs out. Hair and makeup a mess. No shoes. Covered in food. Everything. Is she on a walk of shame? I mean, it looks like it, doesn't it? <laughs> I remember playing football Sunday mornings in the park at uni and seeing lasses walk past in a similar state. Yep. Just covered in <laughs> fucking kebab, piss, food. vomit, uh, hair all over the place. Like, look, you've been dragged for a hedge backwards. <laughs> Heels in hand. <laughs> uh, basically... Kaylee Ray goes, give me what I want. Uh, she goes, full day Batista. She goes, she goes full Batista. <laughs> give me, give what, me I what I want. <laughs> give me what I want. Give me what I really, really want. Uh, and give me basically, what I want, what I really, really want. And to sorry, finish, give me what I want, what I really, really want. Sorry. You, you want me to give you what you want? To nah. finish our review of NXT, well, we've got tidbits after, but to finish the review, after stalking her all now, all night, Kayleigh gets Maddie to consent to a match, something Peter Tobin did not do. Oh, my God. 
you are. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I put up with you every week. I really don't. <laughs> Just, I've got to fill that dead air with something, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> so she eventually succumbs and agrees to have the match. All right. She, she consents to the match, yes. Sweet. Cool. Yes. Um, um, that, that, is, uh... that was NXT 2.0. <laughs> what were your highs and lows? Uh, I think my high has to be the opening match. I really enjoyed it. I, as soon as that happened, I knew for a fact that once I watched that match, I was like, well, that's this show going downhill from now on. Let's go. <laughs> but to be fair, it wasn't a bad week. I quite enjoyed this week, to be fair. So Yeah, I did. That's two weeks on the trot, because last week was all right as well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, uh, what was my, your my low, um, uh, I, I didn't really like Cora Jade and Raquel. Big Mammy Cool versus Cora the Skateboarder. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, my low is going to be Saray and Kayla Inlay. Um, that rhymes. I know it does. <laughs> um, I, I think I, I just, I'm still just not sold on Saray. Um, uh, you wanted a Japanese wrestler with a character, mate. You've got mm, it. It's nonsense. <laughs> um, I'm also going to agree and say the opening match. Um, however, shout out to the fact that there was just a lot of matches on this card and not yeah. a lot of promos. Even now, the you could argue like went a little time, so... Yeah, I mean, you could argue like the quantity over quality thing. And yeah, not all the matches kind of like hit the mark. Yeah. But when it's... When more often than not, we actually tend to get more promo stuff, it was cool to see like a few faces kind of put on TV. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, my high, uh, Imperium versus Diamond Mine. Um, before we go to tidbits... We forgot that there were some mailbag questions last week on the Discord, so we can oh, quickly okay, run okay. through those. Um, in relation to last week's episode, uh, Hallmark of Vince, uh, Joe from the Damn It Vince podcast, asked, why is Ollie J? It tits in ass. There we go. Uh, I said, has anyone got a name for uh, Grizzled Young Vet's new finisher, uh, which is essentially a double code breaker? Um, well, Joe said, call it about this. Yeah, Joe said call it Don't Buy the Sun. Which, don't buy the sun. For those that don't know, <coughs> uh, the newspaper, The Sun, uh, is banned, essentially, in Liverpool for comments uh, they made over the, the Hillsborough disaster. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a renowned thing around Liverpool, Merseyside. Uh, the so, sun, like, sun is scum. Every, everyone knows about the story. It's yeah. not a common yeah. thing in the, It's a common thing in the UK. Yeah. Uh, Jay says, uh, I'd say Project Mayhem is a good name, seeing as it's similar to Ticket to Mayhem. Um, although he said, never mind, Joe's is better, and it's fitting he'd get the best answer on his birthday. Because if you don't know, every day is Joe's birthday. Yeah. Um, Jay asks, who dethrones Bron Breaker? Uh, Goodbye. Do you reckon? That's uh, a shout. Big man and big shout. man. It is a shout. My, my heart says Pete Dunn just because I really genuinely do believe Pete Dunn is worthy and worth and has earned a run with the title. Uh, but my head, my head probably says Gunther as well. 
to be honest. Yeah. Champa yeah. doesn't need to win it back, so I'd no, go for Gunther. It doesn't. I think Champa's there more as like uh, a red herring. Yeah. I think in Breaker's next title defence, Champa costs him it. And I think Champa... So, okay, here's how I think, and I'll say it quickly. Here's how I think it's going to play out. Champa's going to act as the protector and make sure that he keeps the belt until he doesn't want him to have the belt. And it won't be to have the belt for himself. It'll be for someone else so that he can continue his through with Breaker, but not necessarily for the title. So I feel like Champa's going to get taken up to the main roster. I feel like Breaker's going to have a match to defend his title. Champa's going to come back, cost him his title. Breaker will then move up to main roster and continue his feud with Champa on a bigger stage. Long-term bookend. Oh, that's bold, that. It is bold. It's brave. Oh, and it's Troy. stupid. But it's what I want. That's a bold move, <laughs> that. Uh, anyway, tidbits, mate. What you tidbits. Got? It's the second as of, second of February as of recording. So we'll do the first and second of February. Uh, we've got one birthday for the first. Uh, she don't give a damn about her own reputation even though she actually does, because she cried that one time the fans booed her. It's Ronda Rousey's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> she had a wee boo. She had a wee boo-boo. A boo-boo. Um, <laughs> she's getting a... I think it's on the network. I don't know. But she's getting a documentary coming out about her, like, it's called like, on, the, on the Road with Rousey or something like that, and it's her kind of, like, adapting to parenthood whilst also being on the road. I mean, she's she, just got on the road. How big a documentary is it going to be? I like? don't know. I don't, well, it might be like an <laughs> ongoing thing, and they film it. Yeah. Week on week, but yeah, I, I saw she put it on. I can't remember if it was on Instagram or Twitter or something, but I've seen yeah. a couple of photos before, yeah, like yeah. of the Rumble night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we've got two shows for the first. Um, in two thousand and one. Uh, WWF aired SmackDown Extreme, no E at the start, right? Uh, Extreme. Extreme, yeah. Uh, There were seven matches on the card. Uh, The Dudley Boys defeated the Hardy Boys in a table match to retain the tag team titles. Uh, Ivory defeated both Jacqueline and Lita in a triple threat match to retain the women's title. Top lass Ivory. The APA defeated Edge and Christian. Chris Jericho defeated Taz to retain the Intercontinental title. The Big Show defeated the one, Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. Um, Kane and the Undertaker defeated Haku and Rikishi in a first blood match, with Haku being the one busted open. What? Yeah. yeah. Haku and Rikishi tagging in a first blood match? Against Kane and the Undertaker. What the fuck? What year was this? 2001. No way. This would have been what? The week after the Rumble? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Literally the week after the Rumble. As if Uh, you're going to make my dad Haku bleed. (laughs) Bastards. He he fucked off after this match as well. He was only there for the Rumble and this match. Really? What, and he went to WCW? Or Japan? or? I guess uh, WCW was on the ropes by this point. I don't know if he went... Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, 2001. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know then. Uh... Somewhere. <laughs> Not WWF. And in the main event, Kurt Angle defeated The Rock in triple triple threat. Nope. Triple H in a triple, triple threat match. Triple threat H. Yeah, triple threat H. 
Um, and a triple threat match to retain the WWF title. Nice. For an episode I, uh, of SmackDown, that sounds all right. Yeah. Um, out of your seven matches, what? One... Two matches are gimmick matches on SmackDown Extreme. The mm. rest are triple threats or just matches. More extreme than last year's Extreme Rules. Yeah, still Actual more extreme. Pay per view. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, 2018. Now, what what was that, Troy? You want some five star wrestling in Liverpool? Let's Dude, go. Boy. Go on. Let's go. Uh, Couple of names people might have heard of. Couple of people, a couple of names people have definitely heard of. Um, PJ Black defeated Tim Wiley. Jack Jester defeated Jason Prime. Uh, Mark Haskins defeated BT Gun, Joey Axel, Flash Morgan Webster, and Nathan Cruz in a five-way elimination match to win the Five Star Wrestling Tap or Snap Championship. Damn. Yeah. Uh, right. The, some, the rules for names in there. If no one's ever heard of five star wrestling, uh, literally type up. It's a, a whole massive spiel. Um, the tap or snap title was you could only lose by submission. By submission. It was a submission title, yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, and fr- friend of the podcast, BT Gun won that. Uh, Mark Haskins. Oh, Mark Haskins. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rampage Brown defeated Moose. 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 Whoa, uh, hoss, hoss, that hoss. is a horse versus horse. Thick boys doing thick boy things. Uh, Max Money, that's Adam Maxted and Charlie Sterling defeated the Masters of Cool, Carlito and Chris Masters. Wow. Uh, Jake Hager defeated Eddie Ryan. Where was this? 2018 in Liverpool. In Liverpool? Five Star Wrestling, mate. All Fuck the big yeah. names were at Five Star. As if. Uh, Ray Mysterio defeated Zach Gibson by DQ. Wow. <laughs> uh, El Aguero uh, <clears throat> and Jody Fleisch defeated Big Grizzly and Dave Mastiff. Uh, and in the main event, John Morrison defeated Rob Van Dam to retain the five-star title. What the fuck? Yeah, baby. John Morrison and RVD. <laughs> I five Just star wrestling duking baby. it out in Liverpool. That's absurd. I didn't realize five star wrestling had that stacked. I mean, they had stacked cards, but they went out of business quite fast because because they paid big. They like, paid big the... money for low attendance crowds. Hang on, <laughs> five star wrestling. It was a Scottish based promotion. Oh, I don't know. Uh, predominantly in England. Hang on. Five Star Wrestling was a professional wrestling promotion based in Scotland. The company operated between 2015 and 2018 and promoted events throughout Great Britain and Ireland. They also produced a television series which was broadcast on Freeview TV and the Free Sports Channel. The company was established to focus on promoting live professional wrestling events after its sister company, Serious Parody, released the Five Star Wrestling game for PlayStation 3. Try, try. How's it based in Scotland when only one of their shows were in Scotland? Out of this one, was two, the first three, thing four, I've typed five, in. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mate, this is the first thing I've typed in, and it's and they went, star wrestling. They went to Dundee of all places. Hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. Five Star Wrestling's first event in September 2015. Re- was Re- Regenesis. Yeah, 
Where's that? John Morrison and Ricochet, two out of three falls. Morrison will win the five-star championship, defeating AJ Styles and Newcastle. So this is the same five-star wrestling promotion. So they were Scottish-based. They just did all their stuff outside of Scotland. Uh, Yeah, literally two shows they've had in Scotland out there, 10. Yeah, because the UK tours are in England. The UK tour shows are in England. No fucking way. So there you go. After these, they put on various events... Uh, eight-man tournament featured on Channel 5 under the name Dominant Wrestling, live from Dundee. After these events, Five Star announced that they would hold a 128-man tournament throughout 2017 and offered CM Punk $1 million to appear at the tournament, which he refused. Which he refused? Fuck me. And um, you wonder why the company went bankrupt. <laughs> Has they've even got a game on the PlayStation? We've, we've got no, to get that, haven't we? No, no, we don't. It's like Kirk Angel and names like that. May Triple P and... May we've got to get that. Bork fucking Snellner. <laughs> Bork? <laughs> Shit, names like that. Oh, honestly. was it like on Pro Evo before they got the license and they couldn't call all the teams their real names? Yeah. So sort of Aston Villa, you had like West Midlands Village. Yeah, they had to change it all. Yeah. It's not, you, you know, it's definitely them, but it's not at the same time. May five star wrestling regenesis. That's absolutely Kurt Angle on the front cover. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks like it. No, that, it's Kirk Angel, goal? Troy. Oh. How much do you want? $15.99? 14 Fuck off. Here we go. Introducing Ragnarok the Conqueror, Raging Andy Organ, Harvey D, Johnny the Bull Maivere. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> we are absolutely paying good money to play that. <laughs> oh, go on, mate. As you were. Um, all I've got is a birthday for uh, the second. Not a lot actually happened. Uh, um, in 1984, um, when you're so not over with the crowd, you get your wife to complain about it on Twitter. Um, it's Brian Cage's birthday. I was say, before you even <laughs> said that, I knew it was going to be Brian Cage. Swolverine. <laughs> Swolverine. Right. Is that okay. it for today? That, that is literally it. Slow day, that, slow not day. Not a lot. At least five-star wrestling kept us entertained. Yep, yep. We know, we know what game we'll get into play next on the stream, don't we? Go go buy five-star wrestling. We will, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. We appreciate it as always. My name's been Troy. Well, my name is Troy, and his name is Aaron! All caps, in bold, and a squiggly italic, squiggly font, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we've been the entire wrestling podcast. If you don't already, give us a follow on our social media. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod, and Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. We will catch you next time. Simp for me, Senpai. Oh, for fuck's sake. Bye. John Cena gets knocked out during a wrestling match. Three hours later, he wakes up in hospital. John says, where am I? The nurse says, I see you. John says, no, you fucking can't. <laughs> Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House. Here. <laughs>